Welcome back to Stories of Significance on the Vanguard Athletics Podcast Network. My name is Mike Teague, and I am joined by Jeff Melton. And today we will give you the ins and outs of Vanguard Athletics as crossover season has officially hit us. And we will also be able to hear from Miranda Baca from the women's soccer team, who has just won her third straight GSAC championships, fourth straight for the women's soccer team. So, Jeff, let's uh, go ahead and just give us a recap on this last week, which was an awesome week for Vanguard Athletics. Yeah, we had a busy week overall. Um, women's soccer went 2-0, uh, one Thursday and Saturday. Um, great showing on Saturday. Uh, Big-time victory on Senior Day, getting that fourth straight conference championship. Volleyball went 2-0, got a pair of sweeps, uh, a little bit of revenge against Hope um, on Senior Day as well. Uh, men's soccer went one-on-one, had kind of a tough result Thursday, kind of knocked him out of the running for the conference championship there, but got a nice bounce back win, um, you know, senior day, three straight senior days on Saturday. And then we rolled right into a men's basketball game. They got their opening win, had a little bit of drama in there with some facility changes and things like that, um, which, you know, made the day even more exciting. So, you know, Saturday, we had four games, about 12 straight hours of action here at Vanguard. And if you, you know, told us going into that game, hey, we're, we're going to go 4-0 and we're going to dominate every one of those games, we would have all taken that right before that, you oh, know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And, and kudos to, to Jeff and his staff. Uh, I will say that men's basketball win was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's um, a first for all of us. It was it was crazy. To give you guys a little background, one of our basketball players went up, dunked the ball, broke the basket, Yeah. right? And then uh, we were sitting there figuring out, what do we do? What do we do? Just happened to have one of our former players who was in the stands who works at OCC, and he's like, hey, just come play at OCC. Come play at OCC. So Perfect we, storm. So we got everyone. Uh, and the craziest thing, too, which surprised me was – we had a pretty packed gym for that game, and everyone went over there. Like, we didn't lose anyone in the transition, you know. No, it's, it's a great environment. It's about, it's about a mile away, and yeah. so it's really cool. So um, last week was awesome. This week's shaping up to be even great. We got we yeah. got something that we've been waiting 40 years for that's going to happen this week. So, Mike, why don't you gonna just give us a breakdown of what this week's looking like Monday to Saturday. Absolutely. A lot of exciting things happening. Once again, crossover season. So we've got fall sports, winter sports, and – just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But women's golf right now, they're on the road. Uh, they're in Carmel for the uh, Menlo College Invitational. So you've got a little golf action. You've got some men's basketball action. So they are going to play against Chapman University on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, it is the long-awaited debut and return of the Mat Men for wrestling. Yes, let's go. Yeah, so wrestling. That'll be Thursday night, 7 p.m. against San Francisco State University and a dual meet. And that's going to be awesome. You know what we just realized? We didn't we didn't talk about our wrestling team and their great performance at the Menlo Open. That's right. We were talking about last week. So a little bit of breakdown. So they actually uh, they uh, flew up to Northern California. First time hitting the mat in 39 years. We had a great performance. Our team tied for fourth place against the 12 opponents there, including Division one opponents. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. A couple of division ones there a couple of community colleges in there and some nei schools that are in our um, wrestling conference so for wrestling we are actually a part of the cascade collegiate conference uh kind of all the west coast schools so it's got arizona california oregon washington and some of those uh montana idaho schools in yeah, there for yeah. that but you know really great we had uh josh sapien you know beat uh, uh currently the 19th ranked wrestler in the country that's good uh you know we had a couple other guys go three and one four and one knock off some big time opponents and place in the tournament so it was a great day you know coach flores and his whole staff there they're knocking it out of the park 
and you do not want to miss it. Being here in the pit on Thursday, you know, wrestling's the reason it's called the pit. So oh, yeah. we got we got a big crowd ready to go for that one. Um, but even more exciting things going into the weekend. So why yeah. don't you fill us yeah, in on that, Mike? Definitely. So obviously wrestling is it's a big thing. Uh, we do have cross country which is another big thing on our campus, um, yeah. that uh, they're going to be hosting the GSAC championships on Friday, and that will be at 9 a.m. So if anyone is in the Irvine Regional Park area and wants to watch some Over people there run, Orange, yeah. yeah, feel free to go check it out. And then volleyball is going to go out to San Diego Christian. They cap off their regular season uh, out on Saturday against San Diego Christian, and there's a lot of volleyball to be played to see how that all shakes yeah, out. Yeah, there's I, a lot of movement can happen in the oh conference right gosh. now. So. Don't, don't even want to deal with that <laughs> yeah. right now. I'm not even thinking about that. My mind will explode. Uh, men's soccer is going to host a GSAC tournament quarterfinal game on Saturday at noon, and then women's soccer is actually going to receive a quarterfinal bye. So they are, it seems like the only team that's resting this weekend. <laughs> so, uh, But, yeah, super exciting and uh, a lot of good things to come here for this upcoming week for, for Lions fans. Yeah, and then uh, women's basketball is going on the road too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they're, they're going to be uh, heading up to Montana, getting their first couple games. You know, it's really interesting. You know, women's basketball, normally their first game of the year is here at home, yeah. kind of kick off the season this year. Their home opener is their GSAC opener, That's which crazy. is crazy. You know, they're, they're taking a couple of road trips in a row, going out to Montana, and then they'll take out and go host that tournament out in Tennessee. So a lot of great things happening here. But uh, we're going to take a pause from just talking about the nuttiness of our schedules right Seriously. now, and we're going to go enjoy a great conversation uh, that Mike had with Miranda Baca, who is uh, a big-time player for this women's soccer program. D1 transfer was the GSAC uh, co-player of the year last year. Three-time All-GSAC player, won a couple Player of the Weeks in there, uh, had a hat trick and an assist on Senior Day. So yeah. there's not much else that you can uh, do on her part. So we're going to go ahead and listen to Mike and Miranda now. All right. Welcome back to the Vanguard Athletics Podcast. Stories of significance. We have Miranda Baca of the women's soccer team with us. Miranda, welcome here to our fancy podcast studio. <laughs> How's everything going? It's going well. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, no, excited to have you. We had uh, some scheduling issues earlier, but yeah. we're good. We finally got you here, right? So yes. <laughs> we've got you in. So uh, why don't you go ahead and um, just tell the viewers about yourself and uh, kind of who you are and, you know, grade, major, your sport, all that fun stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, my name is Miranda Baca, like you said. I am a senior this year. I graduate in December, so I only have one more month, and yeah. then... I am a sociology major, and I plan to go into law enforcement, so I have all these testing with, like, OC sheriffs and other police departments in the area, and, yeah, I'm part of women's soccer. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're there, and you're there. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, you know, I, I know for you, your story is a little bit different in regards to how you got to Vanguard, right? Um mm. And so what, what was it uh, like for you? Like, how did you end up here at Vanguard? Like, what was, what was the story? How did you end up here? All right. Well, it's very complex, but we make it work. Um, so I went to the University of Hawaii my freshman year of college, and there I just wasn't happy. It was just – it was hard being five-plus hour playing right away from home and all my friends and just family in general – and so I wanted to come back, and I always kept in contact with Randy because I always just like, okay, how do I get through this situation? How do I get through this situation? Like, he was just a, a backbone for me. Hmm. And so he, even in high school, like, he always told me things like, oh, if you ever need another place to go to, like, 
to transfer to, like you can always go to um, Vanguard. So I always had that in the back of my mind while I was at Hawaii. And so then there I decided to, I was just like praying to God all the time. And I was like, hey, what do I do? Because my parents weren't as supportive as I would like them to have been. Mm. But they were still there for me and were going to support me no matter what. Yeah. But uh, Randy ultimately, like I said, was the backbone of like my decision making. Like I was praying to God and he always told me, just pray, just pray, just pray. And so then one day I went to one of my summer classes and I was like, all right, like, you know, what? after having like a horrible practice, I went to one of my summer classes and the guy that was in my class, he walked in with a Vanguard Lions hat on. Oh, and I was like, there's no way, <laughs> like, there's no way this is possible. So then after that, I literally like ran to my coach's um, office and I was like, coach bud, like, I want to quit. Like, I, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I think it's time for me to go. And so then I called Randy and I was like, I'm coming to Vanguard. Like I'm coming. <laughs> and he was like, what? what? Okay. <laughs> so we made it all work. It was very complex, but I literally came to school like two days before school started. Yeah, and, like Walker that. had to make yeah. my schedule. Like it was all so crazy, but we made it work and it was part of God's plan to, for me to be here. There you go. And now you're, it sounds like you're graduating a semester early then, yes, even I with am. all the craziness too, yeah, right? So exactly. you've been able to put your head down and just get to work and, yeah, and knock exactly. it out, right? That's, that's awesome. So I know, um, the season's been another success, successful one. So ever since you've stepped foot on campus, um, and even before that, this program has yeah. been awesome, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But since you've stepped foot on campus, y you have now just won your third straight conference championship, regular season championship. Yeah. Um, what has this season been like for you and the team? Um, you know, it, it's obviously, it was a new season, right? Um, yeah. I think I talked to one of your devotionals at the beginning of the year, like, hey, this is all brand new for you guys. Even yeah. though it's a storied program, it's it feels new, right? But yeah, how exactly. was this season for you guys? Um, I think, like you said, just new. Like, we have, obviously, Walker as our new head coach, and that's been awesome. It's been, like, di challenging in times, like, to adjust, but that's good. That's – change is good. Right. And so we um, – we quickly adapted to having Walker as a coach and how she talks to us and how her demeanors are towards us. And we took that and we just were like, all right, ultimately, like, it's how we play on that field. So we took that into consideration and we just started playing how we usually do. Like, obviously, every team in the beginning, it's like a little rough. You're learning different chemistry right. and like the companionship between you guys is a little different. But we adjusted really quickly to that as well. And then after that first game, we kind of had a rough one. Yeah, but the then first we game were like, was like 03, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was like the most that we've ever gotten scored on. Like yeah. even like my time at Vanguard, that's the most like we've ever had scored against is three goals. And so you take was, that personally, right? You're yeah. a center back, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I was like, wow, like I suck. <laughs> like, you know, like I took it very personally. Yeah. And after that, I was like, you know what? You know, you know what? Like this is a good thing like this is how are we going to respond to this and we responded really well and yeah. like we hadn't lost a game up until Westmont and even that was like a learning lesson for us and it was also like a good thing and a bad thing obviously but it was a good thing because it was a reminder and it humbled us saying like we never want to feel like this again mm. like we hate this feeling of losing yeah and I think all of our teammates and like all of my teammates like realized that that we don't want to feel we don't want to lose like we totally. hate that feeling so in order for us to win like we need to work hard and that's always been, like, our statement, like, work hard, play to your potential, like, do what you have to do for that teammate next to you. Yeah, no, that's good. And when you come in with a mentality like that, it, you're playing for more than just yourself, right? Yeah, And exactly. you're playing for 
um, a you play for God, right? You have mm-hmm. that whole idea of the audience of one. Um, yeah. But then you also are playing for your teammates next to you, and and it uh, it definitely takes almost takes the pressure off too sometimes. And it's yeah, like you know what I can it really just, does. I can play with a little freedom because I've got uh, people who are going to back me up, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, as we step into you know Vanguard, you talked about how you you transitioned here and and how you were able to make it here, but. What has it been like for you and, and what are maybe some things you're graduating in December? What are some things that you look back on in your Vanguard experience and think, man, this was this was awesome. Um, I, I really enjoyed this. Like what has this the school meant to you and, and what has it been like for you? Honestly, it's mean like it's meant like everything to me because when I was at Hawaii, like I never really went to church. Like I found mm. a church but it wasn't it wasn't that church that I would wake up and wanna go to. I just forced myself to go to it. Right. So when I was in Hawaii, like I really didn't have like a foundation or like a path with Christ. I just was on my own pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then once I got here, it was like night and day. And I found myself like praying before I like ate or something, you know, like all these little things and little times to pray. Like I found myself doing that. And so also with all the classes and stuff, Mm -hmm. they incorporate your faith into the course. And I really enjoyed that. And it really helped me like grow, not just like, as a Christian, but just like outside as like a person in the real world. Like I found myself being just a nicer person, I guess, you know, (laughs) like between the good and evil. Like I found myself always picking the good and like decision-making and stuff like that. I always found myself like picking the good as well. And Vanguard has really taught me that. And just even like on the soccer field as a player, like you learn sportsmanship and you learn to be good to your teammates and like uplift them and positive. And I guess like as a leader on the team, like it's really challenged me to be um, the best role model for these girls that I can be on and off the field. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's awesome. It sounds like the transformation that you've had since you've been at Vanguard has really been special. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you're coming out, you know, really, it sounds like knowing who you are as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of having an idea of that identity is not wrapped up in your sport. Although, you know, yeah. as you might, you know, you're stepping away from it. It's going to be a big part, but oh, yeah. not as wrapped up in that and more wrapped up in, in who you are, um, oh, yeah. even in Christ, right? So Exactly. Yeah. Um, so as you look back, you know, you are a senior now and about to graduate. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what are some things that you wish you'd have known in your, your first year, either at Hawaii or even at Vanguard, like some, some things that you're like, man, I I wish I knew this. Yeah. Well, I guess at Hawaii, it would be like that college is hard. Like, especially just like there at like a D one college, like Mm. I've never ran as much in my life as I ran there right so like that was challenging for me and I was tired all the time Mm -hmm. I was so like I guess I was like unmotivated to do anything else besides like soccer and school but here at Vanguard definitely picking my classes Mm -hmm. like my first year like uh, or my first semester at Vanguard like I would have class that ended at like five o'clock and I was a commuter so I would always oh, get yeah. stuck in traffic and we'd have early morning practices so just a little a little thing like that like I wished that I knew how to pick classes better right and then Friday classes I learned don't take classes on Fridays <laughs> <laughs> well so, especially in the fall as a student athlete yeah you have exactly. so many classes right yes. yeah so I was like you know what Ever since that first semester, I was like, yep, no classes on Fridays for me. So yeah. I always plan my schedule around that. Nice. There you go. That's awesome. So <laughs> exactly. some practical things, right? Yeah, yeah for yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, and so, you know, you're finishing up the season. We actually talked um, off air, so to speak, about you You had your preseason, your regular season. Now you're in postseason. Um, so yeah. what are 
kind of the goals now for as you step into postseason play you'll step into the the gsac tournament as the number two seed yeah um and what is what is the goal here for the rest of the year i i have a feeling i know what you're gonna yeah. say but like what what is the goal for the season win yeah <laughs> right it's definitely just we want to go into every game like it's our last because potentially it is like mm-hmm. every game now going into postseason it could be especially a senior it's like our last time we ever stepped field or step foot on a field right so I think for us we all want to win we all want to work hard for one another and ultimately that's our our goal just to go as far as we possibly can and as yeah. far as God wants us to and will allow us to go to because ultimately he knows yep. he knows the result before every game right. and I think for us like we know that but we're still gonna always go into every game like it's our last yeah no that's and good yeah <laughs> no no so I, I was gonna touch on that because last year um that I'm sure the seniors, when I look back at the game that you guys played against Northwest last year, so you mm-hmm. guys played Northwest University in the opening round, yeah, and it was it was kind of a shocker, right? Like you yeah. guys were shocked in overtime, and the seniors, I remember vividly seeing Haley Bruce's face, like just in shock, like yeah, it's over, right? Um, mm-hmm. it, d- is that something like that, like an experience like last year where it seriously the season was done in a flash? Um, yeah, that gives that me chills. That, like yeah, just right? thinking about that, like I'm like. Wow, like I literally have been playing soccer since I was three years old. And yeah. Like you said, like although I shouldn't make soccer my identity, it mm-hmm. is a huge part of my life and it is totally. part of like how my character has been. Like it, it's It's developed you, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, it developed yeah. me, defined me. Yeah. So I think now like when I think about going on to playing soccer, I think, you know what? Like you have to go into every single tackle and Walker actually made this statement before our last game mm. called and she said a quote saying just be first and to me like I took that as a way of for every little thing be first be first to every single stepping like stepping to the ball be first to like win that header like every little thing I'm taking that into consideration yeah. when I'm on that field be first to everything yeah no that's that's good and I think that um that's so important to just think of like, man, you have to, yeah, you have to <laughs> anticipate, you have to react, you have to move, especially as a center back, you have to direct, you have to do yeah. so many different <laughs> things right back there. And if you can be the first to do it before the other team recognizes it, mm-hmm. um, that helps. And that's what you and your senior leadership, you've, you've experienced a lot of this in the, your yeah. last four years, right? You said you've been playing since three. So, <laughs> um, so have a lot of other people, but you've, you've been able to recognize it and, um, you know, that's, that's good. You have to learn how to, to be first in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as Ricky Bobby would say, if you're not first, you're last. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I love that movie. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, so how, is, how has God been challenging you in this chapter of your life um, as you kind of step into the season of your life? Um, I think he's challenging me with just what I want to do, hmm. like after I graduate and everything because like I said I do want to get in law enforcement but it's been brought to my attention that I think I also would possibly consider being a teacher like I have relatives that are either teachers or cops so it's always been in in the book but I just didn't know exactly what I wanted to do I definitely like was more leaning towards being a cop but since it's been like brought to my attention and I even went to a seminar Hmm. like to for special education and like to be a teacher obviously and i was like wow like i'm really interested in this so i think he's challenging me to like pursue getting my credential but then also like he like i still hear like the you know go to your tests like i have an irvine pd test like coming up he's like still go to that yeah like so i think he's challenging me with 
you know, just choosing what I want to do. And then also just not to be in a rush about things, Mm, because I think our world just and our society makes it seem like, you know, after you graduate college, like you should already have your career set in place when really that's not the case. It's there's no time limit for when you start your career. And I think for me, like I really need to realize that because I am a stressor and I stress about (laughs) everything. So for this, like I'm always like, no, I need to have my job like right out of college. Like once I graduate, like I'm not going to be making money, blah, blah, blah. blah. But my parents are like, no, like just, just breathe. You're fine. Like we got this, you got this. So I think he's challenging me, challenging me to just take a step back and trust in him. That's awesome. And I think that's, you know, it's funny. It's, it kind of comes full circle because mm-hmm. when you start uh, as a freshman in college, you have a lot of options for you and it's like stressful. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my gosh, where am I going to go? And God ends up directing your path. Right. Exactly. Um, I think it's the same idea here where I, I think this is my philosophy on this and my theology, I suppose God gives us choices. Like he's, he knows what we're going to choose, but he gives us choices. And yeah. I think as long as we are resting in him and just focused on him, we actually cannot make a wrong choice. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we think, man, what if I make the wrong choice? Well, if we're walking with God, we're not going to make a wrong choice. He knows what we're going to choose. And at the end of the day, as long as we just continue to walk with him, he's going to do the right thing. And so, um, that's my encouragement to you. I, no, suppose. I love like, that. Yeah, Thank just, you. Yeah, just love keep, it. <laughs> keep walking with him through that because it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a stressful time in life. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'm um, just continuing to, to focus on him and walking with him and then whatever happens, happens, you know, but yeah, as long as you're exactly. walking with him, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna bless you. Right. And exactly. so that, that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> and so we kind of already talked about this, but towards, uh, the future and plans after graduation, uh, have you ever thought about playing afterwards <laughs> at all? I mean, is that, is that a thought? I mean, so for those, my mom is pretty, uh, uh, pretty humble, I would say. Um, <laughs> but she, she was the GSAC player of the year last year. She was all conference, I think, sophomore year, all GSAC player of the year, junior year, probably looking pretty close to GSAC player of the year, if not first team all conference again, <laughs> senior year. So she's a good player, very good Thank player. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that being said, like, have you thought about playing um, post college, or is it just like once college is done, you're done? No, actually, I have. Okay. I definitely have. So our assistant coach, our goalkeeper coach, Juan, mm. he's told me, he's like, you know, I do have connections. And even Randy, he's saying, the, like, the same thing. You yeah. can go abroad, something like that. But like I said, like, I'm a stressor. So I was like, no, I need to, like, figure out my career and everything right, like right. that. But I have thought about it. And my dad has brought to my attention as well, like, going and trying out for the Mexican national team. Oh, yeah. And it has been on my mind but I'm just not entirely sure like I think like I guess I think I'm good but I don't think I'm that good okay and so (laughs) I don't know we'll see if it's in God's plan then if it comes up yeah like I actually got like an Instagram like DM the other day for this WPSL team okay there you go but I mean it's just an option yeah so we'll see but I definitely would consider it because I love soccer yeah no totally (laughs) I love soccer so I can't really imagine like my life without it yeah and if I get an opportunity to play and get paid for it right that'd be awesome hey that'd be great (laughs) that'd be great and you know what um NEI players are starting to make a name I think because Bethany Balser you Mm -hmm. remember playing against her from Spring Arbor she Mm -hmm. was just named the rookie of the year for the NWSL yeah exactly (laughs) and so it's like I think that people are recognizing there's talent everywhere right and yeah there really is um yeah and so you know never you never know right you never know it's another thing you're just walking with cut through it right exactly it could be a professional (laughs) soccer player cop teacher yeah or maybe all three yeah there you go (laughs) we'll see oh man okay well as we kind of finish up step away is there any like word of advice that you would give to anyone uh, i would say vanguard athletes kind of listening in if they're they're listening to this like any word of advice that you would give to them as they're 
um, kind of finishing up, not maybe not necessarily seniors, but maybe some juniors or sophomores who are kind of stepping into those those leadership roles and starting to see the end of their time um, yeah. as an athlete. Well, I actually, so for senior day last Saturday, we wrote letters to our team and they read it out loud, like without us present in the room. Mm. And one of the things that I did say is like when your teammates like ask you to hang out, like go hang out with them. When mm. they ask you to like go to Taco Tuesday, go to Taco Tuesday. <laughs> if they ask you for our team, especially all the girls like press juicery. Yeah. So I'm like, if they ask you to go to press juicery, go to press juicery because in those little hangouts, like you create the biggest moments mm. and biggest yeah. memories. So I think like to take in all those little times that you have outside of like your sport to connect with your teammates, because that's, what's going to ultimately help you guys like on the court or the field yeah. wherever you are like that's gonna help you guys like in your companionship your camaraderie like that's gonna help a lot like when you have those friendships and connections outside of the field it's ultimately gonna be a good result for when you're on the field yeah so i think to take in yeah. all those little moments and soak them in right yeah yeah it, exactly. it, it is so important those are the things that you remember right yeah uh, you remember the bus trips, you don't necessarily remember the games. Yeah. Like sometimes you do, you know, yeah, the, the bad ones or the really good ones. But a lot of times it's the memories that you have in between, right? And yeah, so exactly. That's awesome. Well, uh, my, my, thank you so much for joining us on, on the podcast here. And um, glad we're able to make it work out. And once again, feel free to continue to follow along in their season. They will uh, play in the GSAC tournament. That'll be up at Westmont. Uh, and so feel free to, to go up there and, and watch them if you're able to. And then uh, follow along as they... Uh, quest for the national championship as well. I know yes. ultimate goal. That's what we're looking for. Exactly. So uh, continue to follow along um, on our website or um, just through social media. So thanks again, yeah. Mai for joining yeah. us. Thank you for having me. Yep. All right. Welcome back. We hope you guys enjoyed that conversation uh, with Miranda Baca, known affectionately around here as Mai Mai, yep. in case anyone's heard that yep. uh, throughout. So uh, Mike, why don't you just kind of give me your, your favorite nugget? I know what mine was, but why don't you tell us uh, and the vis- uh, the listeners at home, you know, kind of what you took most out of that conversation with Mai Mai. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Mai Mai is, and I say this about all of our athletes, I feel like, but another special person on campus. And for her, I, I truly love to hear what her transition was like from University of Hawaii to Vanguard and, and what that process was like and how she's grown so much here at Vanguard uh, and how that's just provided her a great opportunity to lead and um, despite her, her basically prowess on the soccer mm-hmm. field, she's a yeah. phenomenal player. Yeah. She's so humble about it. Like she yeah. really, she really has like this humble spirit about it. And I think, you know, you, you heard in there that she's not quite sure what she wants to do, whether it be law enforcement or teaching or maybe continuing to play. Uh, I think she has a, a great head on her shoulders, regardless of where she goes. She's, she's got an incredible work ethic and she's going to be successful wherever she goes. So it was, it was an awesome conversation ability to, to connect with her. You, you know, you as a former soccer player, Mike, you yeah. know how hard it is to win player of the year for a conference as a center back Yeah, oh, is, yeah. is tough, you know, and especially with all the transitions that's gone there with switching out keepers due to injuries in her time here yep. and then all of those new outside backs as we've kind of graduated a bunch of studs, you know, playing on the outside and kind of the one constant of the last three years was my, my there in the back and mm-hmm. then just Absolutely. her ability to play the ball forward and kind of you know, ignite that offense and then getting on those free kicks and things like that. So, you know, it's a great reason, um, you know, why they've won four straight and why she's had so much success here. So we really appreciate you sitting down and sharing that conversation with us, with uh, Miranda. And so we like to thank you, the listeners at home, for tuning in. It's always great to, you know, ha- be able to provide 
these stories of significance to you guys. Totally. You know, we we it's an honor for Mike and I to host this every week, and we hope you guys are enjoying it just as much at home. So remember, you can view all of our podcast feeds on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Um, if you're watching this via a video on either YouTube or Facebook, we thank you for getting it that way. Um, but always make sure you like, subscribe, rate the podcast, and then shared across let's make sure we send this out to all of our friends and family and things like that i know i got a i one of my aunts found it and i got a call from her this weekend about <laughs> super excited to be hearing me and you know it's so it's so funny that regard but uh we thank you guys and we'll see you guys next week on stories of significance here on the vanguard athletics podcast network